0: Dynamic Voices for a Diverse Church. This is past the Mic. Greetings and God bless. Welcome to another episode of past the Mike. Dynamic Voices for a Diverse Church powered by The Witness, a black Christian collective. I am your host, Tyler Burns. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BurnsClan. Please follow at your own risk. And joining me as always to my right is the founder of The Witness. He has a very extensive bio: The Man, The Myth, The Legend, the two-time best-selling author, the Professor, Mr. Blue Check verified himself, the Substack author, Jamar Dr. Jamar Tisby, what's going on, brother? Doing great, brother. Okay. <laughs> Jamar's doing well. On my left, we got, of course, the vice president of The Witness and the author of the forthcoming book. I won't shut up. Finding your voice when the world tries to silence you. Allie Henny, Allie, what's going on? How you feeling?
1: I'm good, man. You put me on the spot every single time with that book title. I,
0: we got to, we got to, we got to, <laughs> you gotta, know what I'm saying? We got to indoctrinate the listener. Come on, let's We do, go. we
1: do. But like, so, so here's the gag. I don't always remember the subtitle of my book. I remember <laughs> the title, but I don't always remember the subtitle. So I'm like, dear Headlight's like, Finding your voice <laughs> when, when when the world tries to silence you. So it's, nope. so I have to be I try to be confident with it, but that might not even be the name of the book.
0: So it's funny because I remember the original. This is an Insider, but I remember the original name. So that's why I always revert back to the original name that you first started with.
1: Oh yeah, yeah what, what was that?
0: Diary of a Loud Black Woman. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I always think about yes, that.
1: Yes, yes.
0: That's, that's Insider. Forgot, that's, that's Insider. That's Insider, yes. That's really good. Yes, no, that's so right. So every time I think, I, that's why I stop because I always <laughs> want to go to that one because I remember reading the initial of that one. I was like, ah. So, yes, yeah. that's right.
1: I so for, Tyler I didn't want
2: to mess that. up. So then he points Basically to you. me. I don't remember it. the name of
1: my book because it, it had another title between, between the two of us. Exactly. Yeah, it's too important.
0: So you know what's very interesting? I was thinking about this, you know, 2023, after pandemic, multiple years of isolation, kind of feeling overwhelmed, injustice, all the above. And I was thinking with gratitude about how amazing it is to have relationships, friendships, community like this. Mm -hmm. And many times in The Witness we have that, but it feels distant, it feels almost elusive just because of the world and the nature of the world. I mean, you think about it, during the pandemic, and the pandemic's technically, you know, still going on, but you know, in the yeah. midst of a pandemic, you know, you're at the place of trying to survive, mm-hmm. you know, and how survival has just been a big conversation. And so, you know, it made me think about the time we had in 2019 at the first Joy and Justice Conference. And I wanted to kind of open this up because obviously you all know Joy and Justice 2023 is coming very, very soon. Uh, to find out more about that, you can go to riseupandflourish.com. But I want to have a conversation about why this gathering and us doing this gathering four years after the first one is so important. It's so necessary. It's so vital. And Jay, I want to kick it to you because... We had this long conversation about what? You four years. I know, right? It's exactly. Hard. I'm <laughs> like, sitting here counting. Yeah, we're like, what? Wow. It, it's it's almost hard to, and I guess technically almost four years, I should say, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's not in the same month. But, you know, we really had this conversation in 2018 about what would it look like to gather people together for the sake of encouragement, thriving that we could see each other mm-hmm. and we talked about that a lot like seeing each other when you think about that first conference it was such a special time not because of and the speakers were great
2: mm-hmm.
0: the the music was great mm-hmm. the activities were great the
2: venue it was great. The,
0: the venue was great it's the people oh, yeah it was the people bro and i feel like there's something really necessary now for people to come together again mm-hmm. and to encourage one another in person face to face in a safe healthy way
2: it was family yeah when we got there uh, so many of these conferences uh, especially the christian ones unfortunately when you go if you're a black person and it's not black centered then you go with your guard up you mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. wondering when somebody's going to say the offensive comment the racist statement the the colorblind ideology right. that'll fix everything right uh, so, you can't really fully enter into the experience when you've got your guard up like that. But at Joy and Justice, I mean, we intentionally curated a space that said to black people, come on, be fed, be nourished, mm. rest, enjoy, laugh. And I'll never forget y'all clowning me because <laughs> I started
0: dancing. I was dancing. just getting ready to talk about this. <laughs> so this is the thing. So so and but I was getting ready to talk about this in a in a serious way because it was funny and we laughed, mm-hmm. but I've never seen Jamar that free. It's true. Exactly. It's true. Exactly. I've never seen you that free. And like after it's over, just for those who don't know, after it's I think it was the first day. Was I think it was the first night or it, like I think it was the first night or the second. But after it's over, Jamar is like like kind of breakdancing in the middle of the <laughs> like at the altar. And we were laughing and joking about it, but I was like, yo, this is, this is the freest I've seen Jamar. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, bro, it was your, and I don't mean to, you know, but i, I seriously, when I think about it, I felt like it was like your David moment after mm. all that you had been through, mm. like really taking off the the sackcloth, taking off the pain, taking off the weight of injustice and just really, truly being free. My, 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 And I feel like you danced your way into your next. Yeah. Like you danced your way into freedom. And I, there was just something about that. And I remember Ali as well, like we had this moment, I think it was the first night we were at the altar and I was either standing next to you or in the vicinity. And I was like, this is so holy. Like this is like a really mm-hmm. holy moment mm-hmm. that we're able to literally come to the altar and lay these burdens down. And we were doing a conference and it was hectic. And if you've yeah. done a conference and an <laughs> oh, event, my, my, my. you know all these yeah. things are, are firing and <laughs> team yeah. and everything. But I felt like there was something so holy in that moment.
1: Yeah, you know, I remember um, just looking around at all the people who were there and realizing that it's like this is a space that we have created for us. This is a space that we've created where and I, I hope that people were able to yeah. come and, and heal, come and hear things that like to Jamar's point about not like having to brace yourself, not mm-hmm. having to kind of steel yourself for the moment of, am I going to hear something that's going to harm me? Mm-hmm. And... Um, Recently, I guess it's been about three years now. Because actually, I moved to Chicago after wow. the conference. <laughs> um, I like Chicago so much. I decided that I decided to stay there. To stay there, but even like with going to a black church, going back into a black church after the conference, after after that experience, I realized how much in predominantly white church spaces how how tense yeah. I am. Ooh, how much yes. how much I I Ooh. steal myself for Am I going to hear something in the sermon that's going to be off? And I have had, I have had some great white pastors. I've had right. some, some great people. Um, I think of, of Pastor Christie, who was part of a, of a, a church that I helped plant and Father David, who was my first uh, priest in the Episcopal Church. They, they were, they were good. They were good white folks. And it wasn't that, that there was ever any intent or anything like that, but just thinking about, like, If somebody says something, how are people going to respond to the sermon? Sometimes I, sometimes I would be stealing myself because, because Pastor Christie or Father David would say something and I'd be like, oh my gosh, is it, how is this going to be taken Mm -hmm. by other people? Mm -hmm. But I didn't have that. At the conference, I didn't wow. have that in 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 that experience, and that and really, I, I would say that the Joy and Justice conference helped me to see what my own faith could be, what mm. my own um, wow. what my own experience could be. Um, I was on a trajectory back into into the Black Church anyway because of because of a lot of my experiences, um, but for me, having that that sacred, holy Black space is what solidified for me. And, and I understand that not everybody um, has access to the black church, um, but that was something for me that having that black church experience has solidified for me where,
0: where I needed to be. Wow. That's so powerful. I, I feel like it did that for a number of people. That's right. And from the witness of what they shared with me at the conference and then post-conference, there was something so special there in our workshop and the workshop that I did there was an older mm. black man who had been literally silenced in his church for praying a prayer of justice. Wow. That he had prayed a prayer and they had asked him to pray a prayer because of course he's the lone black deacon or elder or something of that nature there and he stands up to pray and he prays you know really from what he described a very mild moderate prayer but he names things. Mm. And when he names something, someone yells out, "That's enough!" Wow, and literally the silences prayer. him during prayer, <sighs> yeah, like it's 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 literally like I know like that's it's the visceral weight of that, and we gathered around him because we we're talking about generational appreciation, right. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about what it looks like for generations within the black church and black community to work together. And the the younger generation gathered around him and prayed for him. Mm, wow. What a beautiful and it was I uh, just sacred. I wept. Yeah. Because I just felt so much in number one, his courage to share that with us. And think about it, it's a room of people he doesn't know, know. Mm. and the courage to share that with us, but then also to enter into healing.
2: Mm.
0: And for us to through his witness enter into healing ourselves. And for the young to minister to the And For older. us to minister to the old and there's so much that happened at joy and justice behind the scenes, but and there there's so much that we look back on and we're like, okay, we would have done this differently, we've done done that differently. We would have tweaked this, adjusted that. But y'all was holy. It was just so holy and healing. And as we enter back into this, I think it's important for us to level set because we're going to be there, we're going to be speaking at the, the conference, we have some, some really dope people that are also going to be speaking at the conference, but it's less about speakers. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Speakers are important. Yes. The experts are important. Mm-hmm. The heralds are important and i'm looking forward to to glean more from the wisdom of mm-hmm. of Dr. Tisby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm looking forward to to hearing more from Ali. I'm looking forward to being able to share what i believe the lord has placed on my heart for the future of black christian community. But honestly y'all like it's about the people. Yes, absolutely. You don't come here because you want to see the, the the speaker. You don't come here because you want to hear us. You come here because you want to experience healing together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, the theme that we've talked about, and Ali, I want you to talk about this, is rise up and flourish. And when we called Joy and Justice, so originally we talked about the Joy and Justice Conference. Jay, that was, I think it was because it was Jay's, like, that's what? <laughs> Jamar's Joy and Justice Conference. Purely I was like, this brother, I'm about this preacher. Like, you know, Jamar Joy and Justice. But, but so, we talked about Joy and Justice and the marriage of those two and how. You really helped me to lean into, I was like, justice, justice, justice. You were like, what about joy and justice? What about like black joy and leaning into that, right? There's so much about our
2: story as a people, particularly in the United States, that's about this pursuing justice, speaking truth to power, this really hard edged attitude that we had simply to survive. And that is... Integral to our story, it's part of what makes us who we are. But what always astounded me, especially in my study of history, is 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 how Black people found joy in the midst of pursuing that justice. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It wasn't just all marches and uprisings. It was juke joints. It was yeah. collard greens. It was uh, Black Twitter and uh, Soul Train. You know, you name it. It's it's Absolutely mind-boggling how a people who have been so deliberately on, victimized and oppressed come can come back with the embodied example of you can't steal my joy. Mm-hmm. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Wow. And and so I just thought the juxtaposition of those is joy this, that I have. Right. You know,
0: it just such it a powerful. Really
2: moment. embodies our our experience. It's 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 the both and of of black life. Yeah.
0: And it's, when pastor when Pastor Faison ended ended yeah. his sermon with yes. that, unforgettable. Oh, and everybody was singing. It was yes. like oh, yeah. I was like yo, this is this is exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. But let me tell
2: you, grace grace ain't fair because you got a preacher. In uh, Pastor Faison, who's an incredible pre- but he could
0: also oh, sing. No, 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 hold up, hold up, oh, hold up, hold up. Because I, I got to save my rant about singing preachers later. I'm going to talk to y'all about I can't stand y'all singing preachers, okay? I can't stand y'all singing preachers. Listen, share, okay. share, share what God gave for you. <laughs> Tell God, take it away. <laughs> say, God, take Give this to us. <laughs> And give it to him. I got too much talent. Because I I can hold two notes. (laughs) But Ali, I want to talk about Rise Up and Flourish because you've, you've really crafted so much of this language. And we've talked about Rise Up and Flourish internally as a team. We haven't had the opportunity to lean into it externally as a people, as a community, as an extended collective at The Witness. Talk a little bit about Rise Up and Flourish and why that message is so important for now.
1: So first of all, I wanna say that Rise Up and Flourish is an extension of what Joy and Justice is. And in fact, the conference is Joy and Justice 2023, rise up and flourish. And so I see rising up and flourishing being just like joy and justice, like they're, they're analogous to one another. So rise up is analogous to justice. Flourishing is analogous to joy. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're really, we're really carrying on some of those, some of those things that we were doing at the last conference. We want to bring that into this conference and, and build upon it. And so rise up and flourish. We really see this as a chance for people to. Get free. Mm. So at the last conference, it was it was we were we had spaces of lament, we had spaces mm. of healing, we had we had different things that we were doing that was all necessary, that was all part of the process. But we just don't want to stay in that in that mm. place because I think that you know we were talking about leaving loud. we're talking about all these different types of things. It'd be very easy for us to stay in the place of lament. For us to stay in the place yes. of defining ourselves by what we're leaving and by what we're not and about who we're not. So we really wanted to theme this conference around getting free and saying rise up and flourish. It's time to it's time to get free. And so rising up is being a faithful witness to justice in yes. our generation. Yes. So we want to empower people to be able to rise up and to be able to say this is wrong racism is is wrong yes the the various injustices that a lot of different people experience in the world are wrong and so we are going to take a stand against those things yet at the same time we want to flourish. Mm, yeah. We want to experience healing. We want to experience something that releases our souls, that that yes. frees yes. our souls from all the bondage and all the weight and all the and all the sin and all the and all the stink of this world. And so, for me, it's not just a conference. It's not just well. And yes, bring bring your notebook. Bring you know your Absolutely. bring bring your notebook. Bring bring your brain. Bring your heart. Bring all of that. But it's not just about I'm going to come and I'm going to hear great preaching, which you are. It's not I'm going to come and I'm going to hear somebody. I'm gonna, I'm gonna here, you know, Jamar talk about history and roots and all this other types of stuff. Which you, which, are. Which, which you are. You're going <laughs> to get that. We know what we're getting with Jamar. We know what we're getting. But it's not just that, and we've hit on it already. But I want to name some of the stuff that that we're yes. that we're talking about. It's not just a conference. It's an experience. Yes. And everything that we've been talking about before, we've been talking about the experience. We've been talking about the Mm. moments, those, Mm. those moments, um, like when, when, when Pastor Faison got up and, and spoke, um, about, uh, got, spoke and sung. That was, that was an experience. if we're talking about the different moments of healing, the different altar moments, the different prayers, the different things that went forth, that's an experience. And so we want to continue with that. We want for, for you to come and to experience what it means to be a black Christian that is concerned with justice, but then you're also experiencing the, the healing and the joy and the things that the, that the world can't give and the world can't take away.
0: I love that because, you know, we we talked about this a lot, you know, the, the cognitive and the embodied, there it is. right? Yeah. So yes, we want you to bring your brain, right? Because I think the witness, and this is, hopefully not being too presumptuous, but I think The Witness is a black Christian organization where you can bring both your brain and your burdens, Mm -hmm. where you can both bring your mind and your your body. yes, And you can exist within your body and bear the weight of injustice and pain and just being overwhelmed because outside of just injustice, like injustice (sighs) is... Is really at the root and foundation, but then you talk about just life. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about life and and that's why we want to create a space that is both thought-provoking and uplifting. Where we want to think and we want to be uplifted with our with worship sets, with panels, with sessions, with activities. We want to be uplifted in the midst of this. And so I want people to be able to bring those burdens, but also feel like those burdens are coming off. I yeah. feel like there is something that rises up on the inside of them and causes them to flourish and if If from the people that listen to the podcast, read the materials on the witness website, know about us, the black people who I interact with, and this is this is not in a negative this is just what it is the typically the the white Christians who interact with us, the white people who interact with us are saying this is helping me think. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Like we're here for that. Mm-hmm. But the black people that I've I've interacted with who are who are in our audience are saying this is helping me live. Ooh. And it's and that's and that's okay. Like they're, they're, I don't poo-poo that. I don't downplay the the white Christian experience when they're in, engaging with our work. But but for black Christians, like it's helping me make it. Because literally I didn't know there were people like right. mm-hmm. me yes. out there with the same experience with the same situation and that's why we're here that's why we want people to come and be uplifted and for black christians to really have that thought provoking space that is uplifting that that really lifts off those burdens and allows them to to be who God has called them to be
1: and to that point, because I think it's always helpful to name things. It's always helpful. Sometimes I, I'm a person that I will just like make up words and phrases. Whenever I was a kid, I would just like make up a word if I didn't know oh, what me something too. was. Oh, me too. I would just be like, I don't know. What the, I don't know what this is. I'm gonna call my belly button a con-con. I have no
0: idea. <laughs> like, so, like, like, wow. I know, that's That's a whole other what? story. <laughs> I, have, I, have no, I, I have no idea what this. Is. So I don't I'm, think I went to that level. I would
1: just. My mom talks about it all the time. Like, I would just straight up just make up words, and they had and my mom and my sister and my dad like had to figure out what I was saying. But I like the idea of like naming things yes. and having something yes. that you can that you don't have to say all of like the long thing because we can say something and we can say you know one or two words and everybody knows what it means. Yeah. And Tyler, what you describe is what we talk about as being a spiritual goshen. Yeah.
0: So it yes. is. <laughs> I was waiting for it.
1: In, in the Bible, in the Bible, in, in the book of Exodus, whenever um, the children of Israel were were about to be Exodus, whenever Moses was going before was going before Pharaoh and was saying, Let my people go, and all this other type of stuff, there was a point when during the plagues the the uh the children of Israel went out to a place and they went out to the place the land of Goshen and that was where Mm. they were able to rest that Mm. was where they were able to to receive healing so all this stuff all you all Hades is is breaking loose there in in Egypt there right where where the pharaoh was. But God created a place. God, God sent them to a place where they could have respite and healing. So for me, what this conference that's is, so what bad. you're, what you're talking about these, these moments, whatever people are saying, well, this makes this tell, this is telling me how to live. This is something that I, I'm seeing where I am not the only one who thinks this way. Mm-hmm. Where this is, where this, this, this hits me in my heart. This is making me feel something. What I would call that is that's 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 a goshen. Those are those are so goshen that's moments. Spiritual
2: goshen. And so.
1: What we want to what we want to do at this conference is then to have a to have a place, and not just not just like a moment, you know here and there, but for that weekend to create a place that is a place of a place of rest, a place of healing, a place of nourishment, a place where people can be equipped to then go and fight whatever battles that they yes. that they that they might have to fight, but where there's but even it's a place to me because I call it spiritual. I think of it as spiritual because you might have to return there in your mind sometimes mm. for some for some of us you know we're we're going mm. through we're we're in places and it's not just we we talk about church because we're Christians but it's not just our churches that are racist it's our jobs that mm. are racist Ooh. it's our neighborhoods come on, that are racist come on. it's our kids school that's racist it's our it's our, it's the law enforcement that's racist it's the colleges that we yeah. attend that's racist racism is everywhere and so sometimes we need to go someplace, and mm. we might not be able to physically go someplace. Mm. But if we can, if we can mentally and spiritually go someplace, I'm not talking about like astral projection. People like, right. like, <laughs> like, like Ali's talking no, about I'm, astral projection. I'm just going to a different, different <laughs> place. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But sometimes you need the the, the stealing away.
0: Yes. Where you yes, can, where you yes. can, where
1: you can steal away. And maybe sometimes the only place that you can steal, you can't go to the Hush Harbor. You can't, you can't wow. go, you can't go to the conference every week. But you can steal away within, within yourself. Yep. And you can so remember good. what God did for you at the Joy and Justice Conference in Chicago in 2019, in 2023, whatever, whatever it is. And maybe you have other moments that are, that are your Goshen type of moments. But I think that this conference is something that I hope that whenever people attend it, that they will mark that day. They'll mark that time. They'll say June 23rd and 24th in of Chicago. 2023 yes. in Chicago. I had an experience with God. I had a moment that that's going to sustain me. This episode is brought to you in part by Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary students are grounded in faith and formed in community. PTS students are preparing for ministry with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and certificate programs. Begin your master's or certificate program in person or online. Financial aid is available. Visit
0: pts.edu slash admit.
2: pass the mic we appreciate you
0: I love that and I think you know our hearts have been about something that we really believe in Jamar which is collective liberation right that Nobody's free until we're all free. Amen. You know, really coming together and saying that if you're a black person in this country experiencing what we all are experiencing, nobody's free until we're all free. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we desire. Yeah, exactly. You know. And so I, I don't I don't you know, again, it's not about speakers, but. We're gonna be speaking at the conference. Oh my goodness! We got my Both sister. of these folks. <laughs> Ooh. Y'all get ready. I mean, it's been it's been a minute since I really like you know did just the things. So I'm does like, the uh, venue come uh, with you know? seatbelts. Yeah, but, right. you, but you <laughs> preach it every week. I know, <laughs> know I know, I but you know what, what I'm saying. Like, like you know, I'm uh, I'm ready to expand that a little bit. So you know, I'm ready to you know. Get up and <laughs> ready, ready oh, do, do a little something. You so, might be you ready. Know? We may, we may not be ready, but we're
2: going to be there.
0: But, you know, my sister, Danielle Koch, oh, happy then, oh, is going to be there. Um, that is, I mean, she is a tremendous, joyful, yes. but also extremely thoughtful voice that, especially from a Gen Z perspective, is really going to bless us. I'm, Dr. Christina Edmondson is going to be there. Always There's so blessing. many others that'll come out. You can go on the website, com, find out more details, but... We just wanted to invite you all to be in the space with us as we experience this spiritual Goshen, as we experience collective liberation, as we rise up to be faithful witnesses for justice, and as we have collective healing together and we flourish. Um, there's no, there's nothing that can replace and there's no replacement for us being together. And so we just want to declare and announce you are welcome. Joy and Justice uh, Conference 2023. And Jay, you want to say something?
2: As y'all were talking, it just struck me that isolation is a primary tool of oppression. Yeah. Mm. Well. And, and when you're talking about the people of it it, it, it reminded me, I mean, you can go all the way back in in uh, to race-based child slavery. What did they do first was isolate you from mm. your nation, isolate mm. you from your kingdom, isolate you from your people. And then you were easier to control. Mm-hmm. Then you couldn't plot wow. to rise up. Well. Wow. Then you couldn't well. reach flourishing. Well. And so actually attending a conference like this <sighs> is taking away one of the primary tools of oppression, which is isolation. Woo. And refilling filling that with community and connection.
0: How you going to drop this at the end? Right, I, was I was like, just waiting for my... <laughs> See, was, we told you you was going to get roots. I was just like, oh, like you just like, what? How you just going to drop this at the end? Man, I didn't yeah. pass the ball to you quick enough. You were going for the alley. You were like... <laughs> yeah. You were pointing up like, go, go. Nah, that's that's powerful. That's powerful. I experienced that, Goshen, with y'all. And I, I think part of why we continue doing this work is because we experience that with each That's other right. mm-hmm. and we desire for other people to experience that with us. And people saw that. People would comment to us
2: saying essentially, I wish I had what you guys seem to have wow. because they see wow. us interacting mm-hmm. on the show, online, and they're like, I long for that community mm-hmm. where they are. Mm-hmm. And, and as you're saying, sometimes you can't physically go to that place, but if you can have a mountaintop experience, a of, of fellowship, if you will, then that vision, it actually raises your standards. There's scientific studies that show if you have something that is a higher standard than you're normally used to, you're never satisfied with that lower mm. standard again because mm. you know what it can be like.
0: Mm. And
2: that's what Joy and Justice, that's what Rise Up and Flourish is about, is about coming there, experiencing this holistic spiritual black community. Yes. And he's saying I'm never settling for anything less. Again. Wow.
0: That <laughs> oh, okay, 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 Blue Well, yeah. let me tell you he tried to get out of doing this episode. He was like, I <laughs> don't know if I'm really needed. He was I'm literally needed. like sliding off the couch, like, it's yeah, a, it's a you new know, I like, it's like a I don't new... know, you know, it's no, 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 like, it's, like, just, like it's fine. It's and, it's fleet feet back.
2: carrying this forward. So I don't nah, want to hold y'all back, you, but no, brother. My my my. It's, it's a bu- I'm, just, I'm saying this because, and y'all have said it again, and I'm just putting an exclamation point on it. This is not just a conference. Yes. It's entering into a community that most of us have always longed for. Yes. It felt like church in the purest, truest sense, the people of God mm. coming together. That's when you said holy, sacred healing. I mean, how many times can you apply those words to a conference, right?
0: Mm, well.
2: So I'm just telling black people in particular, this is not something like, oh, I'm gonna just catch the webinar, or the replay or the video. That's great. It's very informative. Be in the room. There's, but if you want transformative, you've got to, you got to come shake Ali's hand. Yeah. Or fist bump
1: you know yeah germs we're gonna try to be covid yeah we're gonna be covid conscious for sure right so
0: no matter what the government say we're gonna try to be
2: covid conscious. you gotta be in there when tyler he never takes it off but when he really cocks his pastor hat and gets into it and calls for the altar call you got to be there how
0: you know i was gonna do an altar call
2: see <laughs> you know it's gonna happen all i'm saying is this is this is um The weariness, the wearing, as you said, racism is omnipresent. You know, pretty much that that weathers us. And in order to get um, get that healing, get that flourishing,
0: you gotta you gotta really be among your people. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah, Doctor Willie Jennings says that space and place is the arena of divine meeting. Mm. That when you enter into it, it's the arena where God meets. Mm -mm. (laughs) so hey there's so much more we can say but (laughs) we really want to extend an invitation to black christians to be in the room with us june 23rd and 24th of 2023 at the joy and justice conference where the theme is rise up and flourish because as we like to say and you'll hear us say a thousand times more before the conference and at the conference it's time for us to get free it's time to get free y'all we'll see you there